Okay, we're up to Daf Chaf Aleph Amid Beis. We are four lines from the bottom. Tanu Rabbanan. The Gemara says like this. We'll run through a quick. There's a quick end of this sugya, and then there's a whole new topic that we're going to be doing with today's Daf. We mentioned yesterday that if an animal, if a gedi or a kelev, jump off a small little platform, up a bunch of chairs, whatever, it doesn't have to be a roof, and they break kalim, that's regel because that's very normal. Obviously, if it's abnormal, it's Karen, but this is normal. It's normal for goats and, and dogs jump. That, that's normal for them, and therefore it's going to be under the category of regal. So, Tanar Abonon, HaKelev Agdisha Dilgu, Paturim. If they jump from high to low, that's normal and chay for regal. But if they g- jump from low to high, so let's say they're on the ground, and there's a, stack of cha- there's a stack of chairs, and on top of it is a glass bottle, and they jump on that, that's potter. So by the way, the Gemara, I'll just spoil it for you, the Gemara says, why would I be potter? It should be, it's Karen, so she chayev nezek, chatsi nezek, right? It's, it's definitely damage. So, so potter, potter nezek, shalem chayev chatsi nezek. So that's okay, fine. So potter, so it's potter, because jumping up is abnormal for these animals, jumping down is normal. Okay. Says the Gemara, but if a person jumps, whether it's from low to high or high to low, you're chayiv, because people don't have, uh, uh, it's its own category. Adam is its own category. We don't, we don't, so, and a chicken, chickens jump, that's normal. Chickens jump up, down, up, down. Oh, it's all normal. Chicken, there's no, there's no distinction in direction. Okay. So now we said, <coughs> for a dog and a goat, down normal, up not normal. Here's the problem. This Bryce says that if a dog or a, or a goat jumps down, it's abnormal. Right? We said before, jumping up is abnormal, Akuliyama. But jumping down is normal. This Bryce says, Paturim. So it's abnormal. So is jumping down abnormal or is jumping down normal by a goat and a dog? Our Bryce has said it's normal. This Bryce says not normal. So which one is it? So the answer is, Targum Papa the Apich Meipach. It's not the jumping. It's how they jumped. Apparently, goats just go for it. Dogs will go to the edge and then hop. The case where it's normal is where the dog and goat jump the way they normal jump, which is a goat jumping and a dog, I think they call it scurrying. Kalva Bizkira. The gadia bisrika. I'm sorry, the opposite. Dogs just jump, and goats go to the edge and then jump. So what's normal is for an animal to jump the way they normally jump. Abnormal is it's the same direction. It's jumping down, which is normally normal, but they're jumping in an abnormal way. Um, no, I'm sorry, I was right the first time. Dogs inch to the edge and then jump off. Goats just go for it. That's normal. The Bryce that says that the Chayiv is where they jump in a normal way. The Bryce that says Potter is the Viter jumping down, but the dog is jumping like a goat, and the goat is jumping like a dog. So it's just jumping in, the, in a different way than their species normally acts. Okay. Now, the Gemara just clarifies something that I said before. It said that if the dog jumps in an abnormal way, it's Potter. Why should it be Potter? It should be Chayiv Chatzinezek. Abnormal is Karen. The answer is, The answer is, Okay, now we're up to the sugya of today's daf. It's going to carry us through the rest of the daf. It's not, it's, in Lomdis, it's, it's years in yeshiva. There's a famous Chaim about it. Basically, the shaila is like this. Why is a person chayiv for, for fire? There's two ways to look at it. 
Ishoi Mishum Chatzioi or Ishoi Mishum Memoinai. Because if you think about it, you make a fire, then it goes. So you're responsible for the entire field that it burns down. The question is, what is my action? How does my action affect? And don't say, well, you caused it, because that's grama. Grama is not, I'm talking about Yechayiv, you know, Nezek Shalem, Yechayiv for a person. So what's the shot? So there's two ways to look at it. Ishe Mishim Chatzioi, which means that your fire is like an arrow. Right? You take a bullet and you shoot it. Yechayiv get a death penalty. I didn't kill it, right? Bullets kill, not people. Right? What's the answer? The answer is, the Torah says that if you do this action that, 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 that causes damage, that's ke'ilu you did it be'adayim. So, isha m'shem chatzia, which means the same way by a bullet, your koyach is, you're responsible for your koyach, so to you're responsible for your fire's koyach. Or, isha m'shem It's not that it's like an arrow, but the same way I have an ox that gores and I have to pay for it because he's my property, so to a fire is your property. That's the two ways to look at it. One of the major nafkaminas, like the major nafkamina of the daf between these two views, there are a couple, but the first major nafkamina is what if I don't own the fire? I take your fire, right? You have a candle that you own. I take it and I will light the field on fire. So if it's isha m'shem chetzioi, if it's because I'm chai, because if it's a bullet, does it matter if I own the gun or not? No, I cause damage the same way a bullet I'd be responsible, doesn't, I don't have to own the bullet to get the death penalty, so too, I don't have to own the coal. But if it's Isha Mishim if I'm responsible, the same I'm responsible for my ox, well, it's not my ox. You understand? It's not my ox today, and therefore I'm not responsible. That would be the major nafkamina between whether Isha Mishim or Isha Mishim and that is if I don't own the coal or if I don't own the torch. If you hold Isha Mishim if the reason why you're responsible by fire is because it's your bullet, it's because you shot a bullet, just in the form of fire, it doesn't matter whether you own the bullet or not. You're responsible for that action. If it's Isha, if it's that, because when you make a fire, we look at the fire as if it's your ox. Well, it's not my ox. It's like someone else's ox does damage. It's like I, uh, I, I push the ox in that direction. So I'm, I'm not responsible for that. That is the major nafkamina between Isha, Mishim, Chetz, Isha, Mishim, as we'll dive right in. Okay. Hakel v'shenotal, itmar. Rav Yechanan Amar, Rav Yechanan introduces the new concept, Ishoi Mishum Chetzioi. A person is responsible for a fire that he makes because it's Mishum Chetzioi, it's his, it's his bullet, it's his arrow. The same way, it's a koyach, it's a force that you generated, and the same way you're responsible for a generation of a, when you generate a bullet being fired, you're responsible for a fire being created. Rish Lokish says, no, Isha Mishum Amoyne. The fire is your property. And the same way you're responsible for your property, so too you're responsible for the fire that you created. Again, the nafkamina between these two things is, I'll tell you two nafkaminas from today's daf. The first one is if I don't own the fire. That's the first nafkamina. The second nafkamina would be, what if I make a fire and it burns down a field? In the middle of the field, there's a person. Right? Do I get the death penalty? Let's say there's an evid. There's an evid in the field. So they get the death penalty. And the nafkamina, besides for do I get the death penalty, am I part of from all monetary payment? Because Kimli Bidramina, we know you get the death penalty. If it's Isha Mishum you take a bullet, you're going to get the death penalty. If it's Isha Mishum then it's just my property. If my ox gores someone, I don't get the death penalty. So that could be potentially one nafkamina, as we'll see in today's daf. Okay. 
Before we get to the Nafkamina, let's just analyze why they don't like each other's opinions. Why did Reish Lakish not like Rav Yechanan's statement of saying that it's a bullet, an arrow? He says, well, it's different. An arrow, right? When you shoot an arrow, your force pushes the arrow. A fire, it's wind. It's happening not in your kayach. So he feels that that's not a fair comparison. It's more removed. A bullet, at least it's your kayach. You pull the trigger. Over here, you started a fire, right over here, and then Hashem, just a wind, just takes it. It's not exactly the same. So Rishalakish does not like calling that an arrow. It's not an arrow. An arrow moves because of your koyach. Over here, it's moving because of God's koyach. It's not the same. If Yoichanon doesn't like Rishalakish, why not? Why doesn't he like saying that it's your property? The answer is because it's not your property. <laughs> your property you own. This is fire. I don't own. There's no, there's no amash. It's the fire. He said, What do you mean I own the fire? What do I own? It's nothing. You can't bottle fire. It's not, it's not something you could... It's not moment. It's not mamashes. It's nothing. Okay. So, Tanan... I just want to say what we're up to. Tanan, we're about, uh, I don't know, a third of the way down. First word in the line is Tanan. Tanan. What did the Mishnah say? The Mishnah said, a dog takes a biscuit that has a coal on it. So, I own the fire. Your dog takes the biscuit takes the biscuit, runs away, puts the biscuit down, and eats it. So it's chayiv shein on the biscuit. The coal then makes a whole fire, chayiv chatzinezek, because it's tsroiris on the fire. Let me ask you a question. Your dog made a fire, and you're paying for it, but it's not your coal. It's my coal, right? The dog took my coal and made a fire, and you're paying for it. That's a raya, that's Isha Mishem Chetzyai. Because if Isha is Mishem Amana, I told you, the nafkamin in between these two sheets is, is what if you, you're, you create a fire, you spread a fire that's not yours? If Isha Mishem Chetzyai, you're going to be responsible. If Isha Mishem Amana, you're not going to be responsible. In this case, you're paying for the fire your dog spread, but it's not his father, it's not, it's not your dog's coal. It's my coal. So if it's Isha Mishem Chetzyai, it makes sense, but if Isha Mishem Amana, why are you paying for it? So the Gemara says, If you understand that the reason why you pay for a fire is because it's your arrow, okay, so with the dog pulled the trigger. The dog pulled the trigger, that's what happened. And you got to be responsible for your dog. But if you're responsible because it's your property, it's not your property, you don't own the coal, I own the coal. It's not yours, so why are you paying? So you know what the Gemara says? You don't pay. You actually don't pay for the fire. When the Mishnah says that you pay half damages, it doesn't actually mean that you pay half damages for the actual fire that spread. You pay for the spot that the coal was, was thrown to. The dog took the coal and threw it, took the biscuit and threw it in an abnormal way. You're responsible for that spot because that spot is chatzin as exuerus. The subsequent fire that spread, that's ishoi meshum and it's actually not your moment, so you actually don't have to pay. So when the Mishnah says you have to pay, you don't have to pay for the actual fire being spread. You just have to pay for the spot that that dog, because that spot, that spot the dog did. But the subsequent fire, that's ishoi meshum and it's not your moment. Yes, that's, that, that goes against the idea Correct. Yeah, no, this is how Rav Rish Lakish, who looks at his Isha Mishamani, that's how he interprets the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, no, 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 the other sheet says, Rav Yechon is very beautiful. You ate the coal, you ate the, you ate the biscuit, you pay for the biscuit, Shane, the fire spreads, that's Chai Mishamani, 
because Isha Mishum Chatzyai, and you'll pay half because it's considered technically Tzorus because he didn't do a Biyadayim. Okay, it makes a lot of sense. But Rish Lakish, you shouldn't have to pay for the fire. The answer is you don't pay for the fire. I, the Mishnah says you pay for the fire, it means the Mishnah means you pay for the spot that the biscuit fell on because that's Biyadayim. But the subsequent spread of the fire, that's Isha Mishum Memainai, and it's not your moment. You'd be Potter. You actually be Potter for the fire due to a technicality. Says the Mishnah, says the Gemara. Amalach Rish Lakish. Rish Lakish says, This is how you're supposed to read the Mishnah. The dog tossed the biscuit onto the stack, which is an abnormal thing to do, so it's Karen. Everyone agrees that the biscuit you pay in because that's shame. On the spot that the dog threw the biscuit, that spot itself is not Ishai. That's actual Nezek because it's considered Tzreiris on that spot. And the subsequent fire that burned down two buildings, you're actually Potter. That's it. Because again, and it's not your moment. Yeah, this is Rish Lakish. Rish Lakish talking. Rav Yochanan says no. Rav Yochanan holds He has a very simple way of reading the Mishnah. You left the biscuit down, the dog put the biscuit down in a normal way. And therefore, because it was normal, the biscuit and the spot, you pay Nezek Shalim. And when the Mishnah says Chazi Nezek, it means for the entire fire. Because the entire fire is Isha Mishim Chatzioi. And you'll just, it's Tzreris, you pay half damages. Perfect. That's, that's just two ways to look at the Mishnah. Okay, let's keep going. Tashima. Okay. This is a, a Mishnah that we'll, that we'll get to in like a month and a half. Gamal Ta'un Pishnun. So basically the case is like this. You have a camel walking with a giant thing of flax on its back. And it walks past a, a store that has a, selling candles. And the, the, and the candles ignite the flax. The, the, while the camel's walking, the fire spreads. So who has to pay? So the rule is, whoever is Pesheya. So what do you mean? I'm walking with my camel. So basically like this. If the stack is so big that the camel's flax went into the store, that's on the camel driver, because the camel driver, you should say to the camel driver, what do you have such a big bag for that it goes into a store? So you're peshe, you have to pay. If the fire is outside, the guy, instead of leaving the candle in his store, he for some reason left the candle on Main Street because he wanted to attract customers, then he's peshe. Okay, let me ask you a question. It's for Hanukkah, because as the Gemara is going to say, Hanukkah is a name mitzvah, it's not a peshe. Here's the kasha. Let's go to the first case. I'm walking with my camel, giant, giant uh, thing. It goes into the store, catches on fire, keeps going. I have to pay. Why? It's not my candle. Again, I make the fire. It's not my moment. I should be potter. It's the same gosh. It's according to Rish Lagash. I didn't understand the mission. Let's see it inside. You have a camel filled with flax that goes through Rish Lagash. Now, if the flax was so big that it went into the store, and it caught fire based on the light of the store, there was a candle inside the store. So the, the store owner did nothing wrong. You did something wrong by having such a big bundle. He'd look at Sabira and then it went to made, burned down a mansion outside. If you have to pay. I, it's not your fire. Okay, we'll have to deal with that in a second. But but if the shopkeeper left the candle outside on Main Street, so then he's pshia, pshia, then he's chayv. Rav Yudaimer, b'neir Hanukkah potter, except for neir Hanukkah, because neir Hanukkah, you're supposed to be lighting it outside, it's not a pshia, that's where you're supposed to be lighting. Okay. The first case, where my camel, the flax gets caught on the candle inside the store, 
and then my camel spreads the flames. I have to pay. Why? According to Rabbi Yochanan, that that it's a bullet. So chetzi the gavlu. So my camel pulled the trigger. Okay. But if you understand that the chiyav of fire is because it's my property that I'm spreading, meaning I make a fire, so it's my property. In the same way, if my ox were to gore, I'm responsible. So too, if my fire were to spread, I'm responsible. But here, it's not my fire. It's not the Balgomel's fire. It's the Chenveni's fire. So what's the pshat? You know what the case is? The fire didn't spread in the classic way. When the fire, if I start a fire here, yeah, on this spot, and then it goes, and goes, and goes, and goes, and burns, let's say the fire is on this table, yeah, I make a fire here, and then it goes uh, to the entire next table. So that's a shayla, if that table, if I take a match, yeah, and I light a spot on fire, the spot that I light is definitely mazik biyadayim, that's not a shayla, the shayla is where it spreads. The case is, the bala gomel, his flax bundle got caught on fire. So you think the case is that the flax thing got caught on fire, a spark flew, and then it kept on going. No, 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 no. The animal, with the fire on its back, walked around the building and, like, mushed the fire on the walls. So it was biadayim. It's not Yishem Mishim it's not Yishem Mishim Moina. Yishem Mishim Chetzi, Yishem Mishim Moina is only when the fire spreads on its own. Here the Bala Gummel did it biadayim. The Gummel did it biadayim. The Gummel was literally rubbing the fire on all four corners of the building. So that's why you're chayev. Because when it's one, when it's done by the animal on the spot, then that's a, that's a hezek of the animal. The same way the animal can gore, the animal can also bite, and the animal can push fire against you. That, that's not the Shiloh. Our Shiloh is where the fire spreads on its own. And the question is, why am I responsible for a God-made action? The answer is, because it's like pulling a trigger. Or, it's you made a property, and then it, you're responsible. So over here, if you hold this property, it's not the Balagamal's fire. The answer is, the Balagamal, ne- the fire never spread like that. The fire was spread by the Balagamal rubbing his back all over the walls. So, okay, if that's the case, then wait a minute. What's the next case? The, 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 the gummel, same gummel, walking, but the candle's outside. Mm-hmm. My animal gets caught on fire. He has to pay. But if the case is where my gummel's rubbing his back all over the place, then at least split it. They're both pesheya. Yes, I understand. He shouldn't be putting his candle outside, but I shouldn't allow my, my camel to rub his back on a building. So the Gemara says, if my camel is spreading its back, so what's the answer? The answer is the second case is not where the camel is pushing its back. The second case is where the gummel, uh, the, the gummel is, is, yeah, meaning the gummel just stood there. The gummel just stood there. It didn't actually spread its back. It just had such a big load that, so therefore like this, so my animal, so the first case is my animal rubbing its back. Fine. The second case is my animal's walking, it gets caught on fire by you leave the fire outside, so that's a stupid move on your part, the your Peshaya. My animal gets caught on fire and then it stops. And it's such a big load, it catches on fire. Wait, wait a minute. Your animal stopped? That's also a Peshaya. Your animal's on fire and it, and it stops, and you're just like, this is a good place to rest, right in front of the fireworks factory. Like, hey, come on, let's go. Get it to move. It's a Vaiter Peshaya. 
You let your animal stop in front of a flammable building? That's also pshia. So the Gemara says, That's also pshia. The answer is, No, no, the animal stopped to urinate. It's not my problem. That's not, if I stop my animal, my animal catches on fire because of your pshia. <laughs> the animal stops, get caught on fire because of your pshia. And then, and then I just say, stop here. Okay, then that's a pshia on mine. But the case is, the animal stopped on its own to urinate. Why is the fire not considered each flame a new flame? That's the point. Even if it is, then that, then why is it why is it chayev? You're right. The answer is isha mishem chetzioi or isha mishem You need that. That's exactly the point. When fire spreads, it's a new entity. So why am I chayev? The answer is isha mishem chetzioi, isha mishem amoyne. The real shail is there's a ran. So so if it's mishem chetzioi, but still. It's like it's like uh, every every it, it stops every dollar it stops. It's, yeah, but you the same way you pull a bullet. Did you actually do it via diam? No, but that's enough to be responsible. So to starting a fire, knowing that the way God created fire is that it will be created whatever however you understand how fire is blessed by Mamasha. That's enough that the Torah says you're going to be responsible. The Shailas of the Ran the Ran says that this is the same reason why you chayv on Shabbos, right? You create a fire on Shabbos and then it spreads. It's a chil shabbos. So the kasha is, the kasha is. So then, if you light, so wait, wait a minute. If you light a, if I light a fire and then it goes, the answer is why? Why am I responsible? Keep going. The answer is you see from this, it's kiilu. When you did this, it's kiilu. All the subsequent actions are sort of like encompassed in your action. So the Ran says, if that's the case, then how are you ever yoitze hadlokas neiris on erev Shabbos? What was his cheshbon? I have to check it up inside, but I think his cheshbon is it's like if you light the candle erev Shabbos, then it's keilu. It was nigmar on erev Shabbos. So don't. Sh- I have to check it up. There's a whole. I'll check it up for for tomorrow. Bezer Shem. Just remind me. There's a famous Iran that talks about the chilik between fire on Shabbos and hadlokas neiris. Okay, let's let's go weiter. Um, yeah, so go, go to the next page. So now we summarize the opinion. In the first case, the shopkeeper is response. The shopkeeper is, uh, I'm sorry, the balakomel's chayiv because he shouldn't have had such a big load on his back. And the second, he's responsible because he put the fire outside. Okay. Why can't he put a lot of things on the animal's back? If it's so big that it goes into my shop, that you're responsible. Now, one more concept, and this, as I said before, is the second nafkamina between Isha Mishim Chetzia, Isha Mishim and that is that what if I make a fire, and, and in middle of the fire, it kills a person, and so am I responsible, do I get the death penalty? If Isha Mishim Chetzia, absolutely. If Isha Mishim then isn't it the same as if my ox gored someone, which is, you're not going to get the death penalty, it's just nezek. So then, it should be, I should be responsible. So it says like this, Tashma, there's a Mishnah. The Mishnah says later on, you make a fire, yeah, and there was a goat connect, like bound to the wood, so you're killing that goat for sure, and there was an Evid nearby. So the Evid is not bound to the fire. He could have ran out, but he didn't. And so I make a fire, it kills the goat, and it kills the Evan. What's the halacha chayiv? I am responsible to pay for the goat and for the stack of wood. Why? I don't. I give the death penalty. The answer is I'm not going to the death penalty because I never, I never killed the person. Lakuli alma, the person was not bound to the wood. He could have gotten away because he didn't. 
That's his problem, not mine. There's no chi of misa in this case, lukuli alma, and therefore there's a chi of mamun. But, evid kafus ugadi samach but if the opposite case, the case is, the cases where the the Eved was actually bound to the wood. So by you making this fire, you, there was no chance of him surviving. You killed him, killed him through fire. What's the halacha? V'nisraf imai, potter, you are not responsible for the wood, you're not responsible for the goat. Why? Because you're going to get the death penalty. Kim le'be But wait a minute. This concept that you're going to get the death penalty for the fire that you made. If it killed someone, that makes sense if you hold Isha Mishim because then you pull the trigger. Mishim hachi potter, and therefore, because you get the death penalty, you're potter from damages, from monetary damages. But if you're chayiv for the fire, because it's your property, so, if my ox gores a slave and kills it, you don't think that I would have to, I'm not getting the death penalty for that. So if my fire kills a slave, I should also not get the death penalty for that. So why am I getting the death penalty in this case if you all Isha Mishim Mamun? So the answer is, The case is not where it was killed by the subsequent fire. Again, the Machloikis or Yechorish Lakish is where you start a fire and then it spreads. Why am I responsible for the spreading? The case is you lit the guy on fire. If you lit the guy on fire, that's me dying. Then that's that's me samamish. Then that, there's no question. Kim lebi the ramine. Oh, so wait, wait. So you're telling me. So what's the case of the Mishnah? The case of the Mishnah is I go to a fire, I burn an evid alive, I kill him. So so I get chiv misa because I killed the killed the knani, and I'm potter. For the, the for the field, okay. So that's a classic. That's like what's the? That's a classic pshita. Am I remember what's the chiddush? If that's just basically every kimlevi we've ever had, the answer is The answer is that they're owned by different people. The eved and the goat are not owned by the same people. And the, the chiddush is that there's kimlevi even when there's different ownership. Meaning, you could look at it as if you. If you killed somebody, right? The classic Kimberly Ramin is you shoot somebody, so you kill him and you rip his shirt. Okay, so there, there's this, it's the same person that you damaged, you just damaged him monetarily and misadik. So halach is you don't have to pay. Over here, I killed an Eva that belonged to John and I burned a goat that belonged to, 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 to Reuben. So I might think. I forgot about the names. I might think, the point is, I might think that because they're owned by different people, there's no Kim the Ramine. You've got to get the Misa for him and pay for that person. Make sure they're both whole. Kamash will know. Kim the Ramine means that the Torah will not require you to get two different punishments for one action. It doesn't matter who owns what. It doesn't matter how many victims are involved. You're not going to get multiple punishments. You're going to get the worst punishment and that'll pat you for the lesser punishment. Okay, one last sugya. Now this we've had recently, so it should it flow uh, pretty quickly. Toshima. If I give a fire to a and then they spread the fire, I'm not responsible for what they did. Now I'm going to be chayv in Shemaim. Shemaim will punish me, but I am not chayv in Bezdin. Oh, so the Gemara said, Exactly. If you understand that every fire is a bullet, so it makes sense. I didn't pull the trigger. The Cheresh had to pull the trigger. So yeah, maybe I gave him a gun. It's not a good idea to give them a gun, but I didn't do this. That makes sense. I'm not responsible. But if you actually say that the fire is my property, let me ask you a question. If you give an ox 
to a cherishite of a cotton, and the ox gores, of course you have to pay. So why wouldn't I have to pay by the fire? What would be the difference? If you give the ox, if you give an ox to a cherishite of a cotton, which is your moment, you're responsible. But if I give a fire, which is also your moment, what was the difference? What's the difference between fire and an ox? So if you remember, we had this, uh, I don't know, um, we had this recently, I don't know, maybe a week ago, and the, the distinction is there's a chilek, it depends uh, what the case is. So says the Gemara, Rishlakish already explained this case, and that is, Rishlakish says, you know what the case is? You didn't give them a fire, you gave them a coal, which on its own will naturally die. The cotton blew on it, meaning the case where you give them an ox. Right, according to Rishlakish, what's the difference between an ox, which is mammon, and fire, which is mammon? The answer is, you didn't give them a fire. If you would have given them a fire, you would be chayiv. The case is, you gave them a coal, which on its own will, is not capable of damaging. The cherishet zivikot and blew on it. So he created the mazik. That's why you're responsible. Says Rishlakish, loy like a The case is where you gave him a coal, and he had to blow on it to create an ember to create a flame. Avamosle, shalavis. But says Rishlakish, you know what? If you Taka gave him a fire itself, Chayiv, of course you'd be Chayiv, because you gave him a Mazik. My time of Bari because you gave him a damage that's ready to happen. Rav Yochanan responds, no, Afilu shall have his potter. Rav Yochanan says, I actually think that even if you gave them a fire, it's potter. And what's the difference between a fire and, and an ox? The difference is, the ox is your property and a fire is, is a bullet. You didn't pull the bullet. They did. You, they they, pull, they, they, they uh, spread the flame. Now, Rav Yechonen does say, I do acknowledge that you're responsible if you gave them a flame and kindling, because that's too much. Now, that, that's already, you have to understand exactly what the difference is. You shouldn't bother by that. But he's saying like this, it's, it's not my responsibility, that's their actions. Unless you give them that, I guess, they, I guess then you look at it as like a command, so to speak, if you give them, okay, let's just finish up the, the daf. There's a posuk and there's a brisa that backs up Rav Yechon on the Ishai Mishum Chetzei. Krok Siv, the posuk says, Ki Eish. If a fire will go forth, Seitzei Me'atzma. It means it go forth on its own, meaning even if it goes forth on its own, Yeshalim Hamaver Sabera. The person shall pay. Shmamina Ishai Mishum Chetzei. Meaning the implication of the fire, the posuk is Ki Eish. It doesn't have to be you own the fire. As long as you spread the fire, you're going to be responsible. So you see that it doesn't have to be, meaning even if I take my neighbor's fire and I say, say, Eish, I cause it to go further, I'm going to be responsible. See, there's a riot of Yechon, you don't have to actually own the fire, because And Masis, and there's a Brice that says, Mavurish, what does the Brice say? Pasach HaKasa, the Brice says, the Pasach begins with Benizke Mamoine, with your property. Visayim, but the Pasach ends, Benizke Gufoy, with damage inflicted by the person. The Pasak, let me just see Rashi, once I end with this. Rashi says, Pasak Bimnizke Mamoinoi, Rashi says, the Khsivki says Aish, the Mashma Atma, Aish implies that it's on its own, but then it says Nisik Gufoy, Ma'avir, that you did it. So what's the answer? The answer is, even if it's on its own, it's Kilu Ma'avir Biadayim, which is Isha Mishum Khatsya. We'll stop pick it up tomorrow.